Good day, Rabbi. Good day, Joe. Or should I say, beam me up? <laughs> so I see that we are in an enterprising state of mind. Uh, uh, this is especially interesting to me because as someone who grew up on Star Trek, and now William Shatner is getting a chance to go up into space. He's looking forward to going into space, but he's terrified of the experience. And who doesn't want to see Captain Kirk go into space? Is it important to conquer our fears when it's basically for everybody else's sake and not our own? Or do you think there are other factors? Well, let, let's uh, change it slightly and look at fear of success and fear of failure. And I think both of those play into what we're, what we're discussing. Uh, it's perfectly reasonable to be afraid, to have fear. The question becomes, does the fear incapacitate you? And often people don't realize we are just as afraid of success as we are of failure. A lot of times we are afraid and we attribute it to, well, I'm afraid I'll fail. I'm afraid I'll let people down. I'm afraid of all these other factors. And we don't realize that at play is we're also afraid of succeeding. You know, if you do too good a job, people then expect more of you. If you do too good a job, you become a target. If you do too good a job, then maybe you'll be asked to do something you can't do. And so we become inactive. We get our feet caught in molasses. We can't move because we get stuck. We get stuck because we stop and go, I'm afraid because going into space is not a TV studio and we can't do other takes and we don't edit the film. And it's an it's a experience that the human body isn't really used to. And individuals train for very long periods of time. And what we've, what's been demonstrated is that the technology now is advanced so far that we're not as concerned with the physical well-being, with practice and stamina as with the early space flights. The craft and the, the technology, everything makes it easier for an average person to go into space. However, things can go wrong, things can break, things can happen. So it would be unreasonable not to be afraid. And I think that's an absurdity. I've heard people say, well, don't be afraid. Why are you afraid? What are you afraid of? That's silly because if I'm afraid, I'm afraid. And you're implying I shouldn't be or it's frivolous. So we want to examine what am I afraid of? Am I afraid of dying? Am I afraid of pain? Am I afraid of getting hurt? Am I afraid of letting people down? Am I afraid of Romulans? I'm afraid of Romulans that really are out there just waiting once Captain Kirk gets up there. They're on the other side of the moon and they're just gonna come around and shoot down the shuttle. <laughs> and I, I think you experience that every time you draw a cartoon. You, you have a anxiety, a fear, uh, it won't be liked, it'll be ridiculed. Or, gee, if this is really good, this is the best I can do. People will expect either more of the same or something better. I don't know if I can deliver. And 
you have to overcome. How do you overcome that fear, Joe? Well, it is an anxiety. And I, you're, you're exactly right. I feel both those things every time I put something out there. Not so much the general public, because who cares about them, but my peers who see these things and, and judge me that way. There are still a couple of people who are really good and whose opinion I value. And maybe that's it. Maybe it's the people whose opinions we value or trust or carry weight with us that cause us that fear. So is that part of it? Is it like he, he his family, his friends, uh, are, are why William Shatner might be scared to go in space or? Yeah, and I think, yeah, because all the TV shows and how we viewed him and how we thought realistic it was and how am I going to respond? Will I be Captain Kirk or will I end up embarrassing myself and my friends? And I think you hit on something else here, Joe, and that's who I make into the authority, who I allow to be my critic. And I think that's very, very important for us as individuals. If I'm going to give weight to somebody or anybody that doesn't have the credentials, then I'm really dooming myself. It's it, important to take a look at, you mentioned people who you respect, who you honor, and you give weight to their opinion. And that's perfectly reasonable. And you realize, knowing them, that they're not going to abuse you. They're not going to do anything for their own self-aggrandizement. However, too often, we give credit to family and friends, even strangers, that, well, they didn't like me, or they didn't like my last sermon, or they didn't like my last podcast, or my last YouTube. Oh, and I'm upset. Why am I allowing them to have the power over me, who are they? I can just say, yeah, that average person didn't like what I did or wasn't happy with what I did. They're entitled, it's okay. But it doesn't make me afraid. It doesn't change my wanting to do another show or try something different. So there's part of it and is to be critical of who we allow to be critical of us. And too often we allow everybody and we become thin-skinned. And anyone that says something negative, we take to heart and we become discouraged rather than putting it in perspective. And that puts me in mind of another beloved science fiction franchise, Back to the Future, where for three movies, Michael J. Fox's character gives way to the preoccupation of when somebody dares him to do something or says, are you a chicken? You're really pointing out what I'm saying that we're the cause many times of our own pain. We're the cause of our own fear. We're afraid of what will other people say or think rather than stopping and going, who are the important people in my life? Who are the ones that I value their opinion? If they say I did a poor job or I missed the point, I wanna turn around and say, show me where or how so I can make it better next time. So I don't do the same mistake. Coach, what, am I do what should I practice? a fastball, a slow ball, a curve. Coach, what should I practice? And I've always been impressed by the fans in the stands who would need high-powered binoculars to see the play that they know better than the umpire on the field that's exactly five centimeters from the play 
and they make the call. And these fans that, and they don't have high powered binoculars, really believe, really believe that they saw the play as whatever they saw it as. I'm always intrigued by that kind of mentality that makes someone think that they can know better and do better without any information about being on the field. And it's the same thing with our critics, Joe. And it's the same thing with William Shatner. It's it's scary, definitely, physically, emotionally. But there's also his image as Captain Kirk. And he has to stop and say, gee, who am I concerned with? What will people say about me? And do I give them the authority and credit to be able to stop me from doing something that I want to do? So I don't think it's about overcoming fear for the, for the group or other people. I think that's a big mistake. I think it has to be personal. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I'm afraid and I weigh the pros and cons, benefits and burdens, I'm not going to do it. Well, Captain, I'm not sure me engines can take much more of this, but I know what I can always take more of, and that's your advice, Rabbi. Uh, I think this was an excellent interview, and you made so many great points. Thank you so much, as always. You're very, very welcome, and I look forward to going with you where no human being has gone before.